Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In yesterday's video, I talked through some players who had rising ADPs, but in today's video, it's time to talk about the guys who are falling down draft boards. So these players' ADPs have been decreasing in the past few weeks, and so I'm gonna break down why their ADP is falling and then talk about whether or not I'm going to be drafting them at their new lower ADP. If you guys are enjoying the video, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel and then comment down below, all of that good stuff. But let's get right into it, talking about the first player with a falling ADP, and that is Darrell Henderson from the Rams. So he absolutely shot up draft boards after Cam Akers tore his Achilles. You know, Cam Akers was basically a late first round pick Everyone was expecting him to get a ton of work, but then once he went down, Darrell Henderson was lined up to be the workhorse in that backfield, and he was being drafted in the fourth round range, and it looked like he was going to be the clear workhorse. You know, initially when I heard the news, I was really expecting the Rams to go out and get a veteran running back, but then they kind of came out. They said they weren't going to make any moves. They felt solid with the guys they had in the building. I moved Henderson up in my rankings. There was very limited competition in that backfield. And so it kind of seemed like he was just going to be getting that Cam Akers workload. But then this week, the Rams did go out and they traded for Sony Michelle. And if you're asking me, like, am I concerned that Sony Michelle is going to take over the starting role? Definitely not. But I do think he will be involved as the backup. The Rams definitely at least felt a need to go out and add to this backfield. I think the hope is that they feel confident that Darrell Henderson is the workhorse, but they didn't feel confident with his backups. I mean, that's like the ideal scenario because you still want Henderson to have that huge workload, but his ADP has definitely dropped off from this and it definitely makes sense. I mean, bringing in competition is never really good for the workhorse running back, but I'm still very interested in drafting Henderson at this new lower ADP. McVay has come out and reiterated that Henderson is still going to have a very big role in this offense. And I personally just think that Henderson is a much better NFL running back than Sony Michelle. Obviously, he has some NFL experience, but I just think across the board, Henderson is the far better player. And I think he has a lot of potential as the RB1 of what I think is going to be a very solid Rams offense. The next player I'm going to talk about here is Jamar Chase. And heading into training camp and after the draft, Jamar Chase had a mid fourth round price tag, but struggles in training camp and then also the preseason have contributed to his now lower ADP. I mean, this week, he's definitely received much better reports out of camp, but I think really the damage here is already done. I personally was never interested in this mid fourth round ADP. I thought it was way too high for a rookie wide receiver that we've never seen before in a wide receiver room with other very talented options like Higgins and Boyd. And really the only thing that would have made me even think about drafting Chase this high would be if we just received glowing reports from everywhere, you know, entire training camp, Chase would have been balling out. Then he goes out in the preseason, plays incredibly well. That's really the only thing that could have convinced me to be drafting Jamar Chase at that price tag. But that is not what's happened. He was miserable in their second preseason game, dropping all three of his targets. So he was passed the ball three times, dropped every single ball, and I'm still not going to be drafting him at his lower ADP. I talked about his teammate T. Higgins in yesterday's video. I'm all in on T. Higgins this year. I think he's going to be the wide receiver one, and you can still capitalize on people kind of holding on to this Jamar Chase hype train. But with Higgins being the alpha and Tyler Boyd still going to be very involved in this offense, I'm really just not seeing the value here with Jamar Chase, and he's still being picked as a fifth round guy. And if you look at my draft strategy, 
I'm someone who likes to go running backs early and often. So if I'm picking in the fifth round, there's a pretty decent shot that I already have three running backs or at least two on my team. And so I do not feel comfortable having Jamar Chase slot in as my wide receiver too. You know, there's just no reliability there. And so I'm definitely gonna be passing on him even with this lower price tag. The next player I'm gonna talk about is Miles Gaskin. And throughout the off season, Gaskin was being picked as an early sixth round selection. And I was someone who was very high on Gaskin and I'm still honestly pretty high on him this year but the Dolphins' questionable running back usage in the preseason has definitely led to some concerns with Gaskin's role on this Dolphins team. We saw Malcolm Brown used as the starting running back in their first preseason game. You know, he was the guy that was out there when Tua was on the field. However, he struggled in that role. He carried the ball nine times for only eight yards, so he definitely didn't really show out or secure that role. And then also we saw Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed both play well as backup running backs in that game. But then week two, we saw Gaskin get the start and he absolutely balled out. He was very solid on the ground and great in the receiving game. And I really think that's what's going to elevate him from these other running backs. Tua is a guy who's going to like those check down passes. You know, he wasn't super comfortable pushing the ball down the field last year. And Gaskin was just great in that receiving role. And he scored a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown in that game. And I'm still very open to drafting Gaskin in the seventh round, which is his current price tag. You know, he may not have the ceiling that I was originally projecting for him. When I was talking about him this offseason, I really think he had like RB1 upside because if he could take over as the alpha in that offense, he was going to get a ton of receiving work. And I mean, he did finish as an RB1 in points per game last season. So I thought he could do it again this year. You know, he may not have that upside because I do think it's going to be a little bit of a committee but I still think he's going to be the starting guy. And like I mentioned, being a pass catching back, the best one in this backfield is going to give him a very solid floor. So if I have Gaskin as like my RB3 or RB4, I'd feel very solid about that. Michael Thomas is a guy who has totally seen his ADP just fall off. He's tanked from what was an early third round pick to now an eighth round selection. And obviously this is after we learned about him having his ankle surgery. You know, apparently he tried to rehab it without getting surgery after last season and then it didn't work out. So he had to get the surgery later in the off season. There was controversy between him and the Saints coaches, the Saints medical staff, all of that stuff. And there's still not a ton of concrete information about his return date. A Saints beat reporter estimated a return anywhere from week three to week six. But when I'm looking at this injury, I'm going to be looking at everything basically as a worst case scenario because this injury has bothered him dating back to week one of last season. He's also going to have this risk of re-injury. And then he has the volatile relationship with the Saints, which may make it hard to buy in on Michael Thomas, just because even if he is healthy, I mean, is he going to be on the field? I do not think that is a 100% certainty, and he's probably going to need a few games to get back into the swing of things, even when he is healthy. So this is definitely a very risky pick, and I just don't like to buy in on injuries, so I'm likely going to be fading him. But I do have to acknowledge that there is a lot of upside here, because if he's able to return you know, more to that closer timetable, I mean, a week three return would just be an incredible value, because when he's healthy, he is a fantasy football wide receiver one. All right, so the last guy I'm going to talk about here is David Johnson, and I've actually been decently high on David Johnson throughout the offseason, just because I thought his ADP was too low. And I did think he was going to have a decent shot to be the running back one on this team, but it just has not gone that way at all. 
it looks like he is going to be the third down back. So we're going to see Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram be the first and second down guys. They're going to handle the early down work. And so in this role, I just don't think David Johnson is going to be fantasy relevant. So I'm going to be totally avoiding him. You know, this Texans offense is going to be abysmal. And the only way I'd be targeting, you know, a running back from this team is if I thought they could kind of be the number one there and would still have some fantasy value. But like the receiving back on a team that's barely going to score any points, that is not something I'm interested in. And so the only back I'll be drafting from this team is going to be Philip Lindsay. So those are five players whose ADPs have currently been falling. If you guys enjoyed the breakdown, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And then let me know your thoughts down below. I'll be responding to everyone who comments. But thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you guys next time.